the last thing I want to do is to burden you with any further causes of anxiety. But you do know the kilogram is losing weight, don't you? I'm talking about the actual physical kilogram, which is locked in the basement of the International Bureau of Weights and Measures in France. This kilogram is a cylindrical shape, about the size of a hen's egg, and cast in platinum iridium. And it's stored inside three glass bell jars. It's checked every 50 years to make sure the weight remains constant. If you even sneezed on it, that would change the weight and cause havoc with scales everywhere. Anyway, this kilogram is losing weight. And it's not much, about 50 micrograms. So you and I won't see or feel the difference in a kilo of flour. But that is enough to make life difficult for scientists. So that's why, in 2018, the people who look after these things decided to base the weight of a kilogram on something that won't wear away. These days, the weight of the kilogram is based on something called the Planck constant, which is the amount of energy a photon carries within the frequency of its electromagnetic wave. OK, I realise this is all a bit left field, but I feel this is an appropriate metaphor for the complexity we've created since the dawn of the era of science and reason. Why couldn't we just keep the old weights and measures that were based on the body and the natural world? A firkin of butter, a bushel of plums, a crown of herring, a collop of sheep. We never needed to keep any of these encased in glass bell jars or platinum alloys. For me, it's the tangible quality of measures that we had before grams and nanoparticles, demilitres and parts per million that's so appealing. It's their relatability. There's only one person I know who's as keen on these things as me. And that's radio presenter Sally Foran, better known as DJ Sally Cinnamon, the self-professed Lord Mayoress of Dublin. So can you hear that? No. No, you can't. But it's all red. It's all recording. Okay, grand. When I found a list of old weights and measures recorded as part of work by Comisioon Bailidus Aidan, the National Folklore Commission, in the late 1930s, I brought it straight to her. We both had a quick scan through, searching for any gems, and then began to record our reactions. These fascinate me, I must say. They're all brand new words to me. I love the idea of a man describing to his child what a lar or a mom or a dorn is. Yeah, it's, it's just very beautiful and very visual and very romantic, I think. Well, maybe, I know it's probably ignorant to say romantic from these times where things were probably very tough. Yeah, but they do sound evocative. So most of these are from a collection by a man called John P. Brown from Nockeen Meelan, um, in Florence, England. Oh, right. And, and others. Anyway, in Meelan in County Cork. And uh, as you said, that what was that? Liar, Doran and Mom. So that first one, liar. What's liar? A liar of meal, flour, bran, etc. A liar is the amount taken with an open hand. So one open hand, would it be? That's lovely. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like a scoop. Yeah. <laughs> a ladle. <laughs> Yeah, and there's some word for the gap between the fingers, and I think it's a liar as well, or something. So maybe it's, it's just that well, yeah, all the fingers are fingers, the hands and the fingers are open, and you're taking a big scoop. In the same way, in the American system, the cup of a cup of sugar is different from a cup of flour from a yeah. cup of sugar. And then there's a durum. A durum of meal is often given to a young calf or to chickens. A durum is the amount taken in the closed fist. Okay. 
So that's a bit more of a fistful, isn't it, than a scoop? And Durn means a fist in Irish. It's still the modern word. Like Durn Aliacht is boxing. So that image, it's like you can think of the old granny in her skirts going out with to, to the ducks or to the hens or the, the calf. Or with the, yeah, with and the it'll reach in to the yeah. little red apron. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> the red apron's lovely. So a Durn is the amount scooped out from the front pocket of an apron or the pouch of a pinafore worn by a woman feeding the farmyard fowl. And then there's mom, which is slightly different to Durn. A mom of oats, meal, pollard, flour, etc. as above. A mom is the amount taken with both hands together. So that's even more beautiful still, like more visually beautiful. Mom can also mean a yoke on a plough animal or a mountain pass. And there's a verb, mom oil, which means to gather in handfuls or to lavish something on someone. Mom all me chiv left fuckle tosh and so we lavish you with measuring words here. Okay, then turf words. You had a load of different words for turf. These are great. I love mm-hmm. So ski or skib is a measuring turf of the following terms are always used. Uh, bring in the skiff of turf or a skiff is a wicker basket, hollow and having sides. So bring in a gowl, pronounced gowl, of turf. The amount taken between arms away from the body. So I guess it's a... Uh, depending on how long your arms are, how big the child or man or woman is. Yeah, yeah, because gowl means, gowl means a fork. A um, fork. And gowlog is also a fork. So gowl, so basically when they're talking about that idea, it's creating a big fork out of your body. Yeah. I suppose, you know, that the, the body is one part and then the prongs of the fork are your hands. Yeah. And you become a fork and it's the amount of turf you can hold in yeah. the fork. Gowl. The amount of turf you can hold between your outstretched hands and your chest when you shape yourself into a human fork. Now, isn't that a more comprehensible and tangible unit of measurement than something that needs the energy that a photon carries within the frequency of its electromagnetic wave to calculate it? That's why I think we need to hold on to these rugged and robust old measurements. We'll always have our arms and our chest. We've been carrying things between them since we were toddlers and we'll still be doing it till we die. The amount we carry might vary from day to day, but the core principle remains more constant than the poor hen's egg of platinum and iridium locked up in the vaults in France that is gradually fading away. Go on, the gowl. By the way, to spare Sally's blushes, I opted not to tell her that gowl also means groin or crotch. The train station Gowl Limnee, Limerick Junction, actually means the crotch of Limerick. And here's a treat to finish off. I'll give you a banacht or a blessing from Ring in County Waterford about the gowl. It starts off nice. Baha agasloinche, life and health. Agas gamaiditu, and may you live. So long that the hair on your crotch, is as long as a goat's goatee. And so that's my blessing to you all. Life and health, and may you live so long that the hair on your crotch is as long as a goat's goatee. You've been listening to The Almanac of Ireland with me, Mancon McGann. The series is produced by Colette Kinsella and partially funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. It's a Red Hair Media production for RT Radio 1.